another episode of Towing the Line with me, Anthony, your host. Um, first off, I'm trying a new recording app on the Mac or my Apple laptop, I should say, GarageBand. I'm, I'm trying it. So if it sounds a bit whack today, that's why. I've got the feedback in my headphones is super loud. Um, I'm just trying to adjust it so it doesn't feel weird. And I'm also recording myself on a camera. So I'm going to try and line it up and see how we go. Maybe I should face the camera more because I'm not really facing the camera at the moment, hey. Um, yes, so welcome back. Another episode. I think it's episode 10, which is fucking awesome. Um, I didn't think I'd get this far at all, but we're here now. Um, big, I've got a few things to talk about today, I suppose. I was writing a, writing a nice little list. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to... Record on this new app because you can set it up and actually record from two mics and actually listen through two sets of headphones because I want to be able to do that when I have guests on in hopefully the next few weeks. So that's why I'm trying this new app. If it doesn't work out, then I'll have to figure it out. But I figured it's better to have a practice run now than try it with someone and fuck it up and then it'd be a waste. So if I end up having to re-record this. It's not that bad. Um, whereas if I was, you know, to waste someone else's time too, that would suck. So I'm doing that and I'm also recording myself on camera. I'm waving to the camera and pointing right at the lens because I want to see what that's like and see if it's going to be much work to actually do that as well. Anyway, so that's running. I'll probably, it depends how hard it's going to be to line up the audio and the visual, um, but we'll, we'll see how we go. So I'll try that after. I finish recording this and save it properly. I'm so nervous I'm going to fucking lose today's episode. It's ridiculous, but I'm focused on not doing it. I'm, I'm not going to fucking lose it. I'm not going to lose my shit. Um, yeah, I'll, rec- I'll edit that while I'm lying, on my bo- lying in my recovery boots on my bed because I cannot be fucked doing anything else today. I haven't really done anything, to be honest. So, I on Thursday, yes, Thursday morning... I decided it was a good idea. I had, so my goal, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that my goal for this week was literally to just hit, tick all the boxes uh, training-wise this week. And I did that up until Thursday when I decided it was a good idea to do high-volume double-unders after not doing double-unders for a very long time. I decided to just throw them in a workout. It was an upper-body workout too, which makes it even worse because it's not like it was for you know, any particular strength training, it was literally just for upper body. Um, So I ended up doing, what was it? I did three rounds of 150. So what's that? 450. 450 double unders in probably the space of like, I don't know, 15 minutes after not doing them forever. And they are super high impact. So that was not smart on my behalf. Um, But we're here now. So that meant that I woke up on, I also ran Thursday afternoon, I did 15Ks, which my calf wasn't too bad during the run, but I think afterwards is when it started to, like, I think that's what may have tipped it over the end, over the edge, I should say. Um, So yeah, we're injured. I don't know what degree it's injured to. I've, I've done something like this before and usually it's just rest is the best method. Um like any stretching or like foam rolling and stuff just makes it worse. I think like they say that it just, when I did it last time, it every time you stretch it or like prod it or try and get something in there, it just fucking re-tears it or, or makes the tear worse. So I um don't want to do any of that stuff. So I've just been resting. So I woke up Friday morning. I was, I didn't think it was that bad, honestly. I got out of bed you know, got ready to do my fucking ride. I had like an hour 20 on the trainer, got dressed, jumped on the trainer. And then I went to like, like I knew I was sore because I was limping around, but jumped on the trainer and went to start doing that. And then my calf was just, it just had no fucking power at all. Nothing, zero, nada, zilch. So that was a real fucking pain in the ass. Um, I just moved a bit closer to the mic because I feel like that might be a bit more beneficial. There we go. Um, yeah, so woke up, tried to do it, and I like my left. It's my right calf. I get my left and right. It's very confused if you know me. I'm not very good at that. 
I have to look at my birthmark to figure out which is which. Um, I could actually show the birthmark. I'll do that. I'll show the birthmark on the camera. <sighs> Looks like a paw print. Yeah. Now, for you just listening, it looks like a paw print. Literally just, it's on the inside of my left knee. It looks like a paw print. So every time I want to know my left, I look to my left knee and I'm like, okay, that's the left one. Right's the other side. So it's my right calf. And I, every time I'd go to push down on the pedals, I could feel my calf just have nothing. It just would give like, it would give out basically. I didn't have any strength or power behind it, which is not fun when you've got power intervals to do. Um, so I was like, oh. I'm trying to learn to be better at dealing with injuries and actually listening to my body. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything today. I'm just going to just going to let it go and I will try again tomorrow morning. Like I won't today's a write off and I'll just I'll I'll try focus on Saturday, not not today. So I did that, went to work, blah blah blah, got home, still wasn't any better. Um and I was like, all right, I'll wait and see what it's like in the morning whether I do my ride or not woke up and it was just it wasn't any better um well it may have been fractionally better but it wasn't massively better so i didn't ride on saturday and same deal today i woke up and it's a little bit better today but not not enough for me to want to you know go and ride for a couple of hours and potentially set it back to square one so that's where we're at right now um injured calf and just kind of trying to enjoy the weekend. So that's what I did yesterday. I was like, oh, don't have to train. You know what? I'm going to enjoy this day. And that's that's exactly what I did. It was a good day. Beautiful weather. Got out and about. Doing what you can do. Went to the went to a cafe. Went to Zenden. Good old Zenny. Um, and to the shops. Bought a new microphone. And you can see it's blue now. I have two. Because, well, you can't see. You can hear. Trust me, it's blue. I have two now because I want to record a podcast with a guest very soon very very soon um yeah so now i have two mics um and a camera which i have had for years i've had this camera since fuck way back when i started doing my i remember i think i don't know what year it was it would have been like 17 or 18 i think something like that 17 or 18 when i was doing when i was like peak trying to make it on instagram and I was convinced, I was like, all right, I'm going to start filming like full fl- filming vlogs and all that kind of shit. And it just never took off because I couldn't be bothered. I would never stick to it. I just didn't have the patience to like film constantly and edit shit. I'd try and film workouts and I would just get way into the workout and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I didn't film anything. And then at the end of it, I'd be like, well, what am I supposed to do now? So that didn't end that well, but I got a good camera out of it and I'm hoping that I can still use this. The only thing I'm concerned about is the battery life. So I'm going to keep an eye on it. It's plugged into the charger currently, but it's 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 running out. So I don't know if I'll get much over an hour, but we'll see how we go. Um, um, um where was I? What was I talking about before that? Yeah, got a new microphone. Figured out, took me a while to figure out how to actually be able to hear, like, create like a loop a closed loop between the microphones and the headphones and two people it took me a while to figure out how to do that but finally got it figured out um so yeah now i've just got to try and practice and make sure it's i don't fuck it up and that's why i'm using this new app to record today because i really 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 don't want to fucking lose an episode like i'm so that's been i'm, I'm so worried everyone like every podcast that i've listened to they've spoken about how they've lost an episode here and there, like they've fucked up and they've done something and they've lost it. And I'm convinced that it's going to happen to me at some point, but I'm going to try and, trying, I'm going to try and avoid it as much as possible. Always talk about it. It's probably going to mean that it's going to happen fucking today. Shit. Anyway, moving on to more important things. Um, I was going to put it up at the start of last week's episode. I might put it up at the start of this week's episode or in this week's episode, but it was um, that week that I had off, I recorded, I didn't really, I didn't record a podcast, but I recorded a skit with, not not even a skit, it was a skit with myself and Caitlin got dragged into it. Um, yeah, I just recorded, I just started recording and I was like, hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Toe in the Line. Whoa what are we talking about today and then she was just 
confused because she had no idea what I was doing. It was great. Um, it's quite funny. I laughed. Maybe you guys will too. So maybe I'll chuck it in this podcast. Who knows? So yeah, maybe I'll put it in at the end, or I'll put it in before, and now you guys, now you guys will understand the context. That'd actually be quite funny. Anyway, moving on. I've got a nice, nice list of notes. List of notes this week. I'm also playing with my COVID plush toy. If you can't, if you're not watching this, then you won't be able to see it. But it's a green little viral circle. It's squishy. It's like a stress ball. It's fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll upload this on YouTube. I've been putting my most of my episodes up on YouTube, but obviously that no one goes to listen to a fucking podcast on YouTube unless they want to watch it. You know what I mean? So. I was just doing it to do it so that I didn't have to go and backlog and back update things when I start started recording myself to these video visually. That's the word I'm looking for. I was looking at getting a GoPro Hero 9 to do it, but that's just me wanting to buy stuff. I don't need to. I have a fucking perfectly good camera, and if it works, it works. Anyway, moving on to the list. Last week, I saw something quite funny and quite thought-provoking on Instagram. Charlie Roberts endurance. He put put something up. He put something up on his on his story while he was riding, and this is what I love about it. Because whenever you're out there riding for long time, long periods of times, or running for long periods of times, you always come up with the best shit. You come up with the best shit ever, and you think about the fucking most wild topics. He goes, "What if the AI we invent takes over and kills the AI that invented us?" Now, just let that sink in for a second. Let that fucking sink in. Like, what if that's just how things play out on an endless loop? Like, we create AI, and then that AI creates more people, and those people create another version of AI that inevitably overpowers them and kills them and takes over, and it's just a constant fucking loop. Like, how the fuck, how the fuck would you know? Like, you don't know if we're in the Matrix. You have no idea. No one does. Yes, there's no proof that we are, but there's also no definitive proof that we're not. It's wild. Anyway, I've been, (laughs) speaking of wild conspiracy theories, I've been watching a documentary on Binge. It's a QAnon documentary. Man, if you want to, like, laugh and feel embarrassed for people, then watch that. It's 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 cringeworthy. It's pretty cringeworthy. Um, I haven't been able to stick. I haven't been able to like stick with it. It's yeah. It's it's one of those ones that you watch and you're like, oh god, what are you doing, mate? Fucking hell. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's it's not. Um, it's just it's it makes you cringe. So you gotta like you gotta watch an episode and then go watch something else, and then come back and watch another episode because otherwise. You can't stick to it. You can't. You can't stay interested. Um, but it's interesting just to see how some people think. Like it's like for me, I just I don't know. It's that it's like the flat flat earthers to me. That kind of stuff. I I wonder how that how they can stay so strong to their word that the Earth is flat, given the evidence that it's not. It just yeah I don't know. It just blows my mind honestly. Um, anyway, there was a topic that I did want to discuss properly. water is good it is uh, lucy bartholomew posted it and i figured i'd do i want to like i want to talk about it because it's an interesting one it the question was basically should athletes sacrifice long-term health to be successful and i disagree hang on i'll find i'll pull it up and actually read the fucking thing to you because it was more than that i remember here we go I don't think there's any I don't think there's any question that in order to compete at an elite level an athlete has to sacrifice some aspects of long-term health to achieve success in the short term. Talk about the narrative. Talk about the narrative and not without merit, but at the end of the day medals will still be awarded for performance. So I get what they're saying, but the only way I feel like that works, the only way I feel like athletes would be sacrificing their long-term health is if they were taking PEDs or performance-enhancing drugs. 
because if you're just training training your ass off you know working working out doing hitting your program hitting everything you need to hit I don't think you're sacrificing long-term health. You're sacrificing, you know, you're sacrificing relationships. Yes, you're sacrificing time. You're like, you, maybe you can't follow other personal endeavors because you're so focused on, so hyper-focused on one, but you're not sacrificing long-term health. That's, I think that's a bit, bit silly. Like the only time that you should be sacrificing your long-term health is if your short-term health is at risk or your life is at risk in the short term. For example, like if you've got fucking cancer and you need chemo, you're probably sacrificing long-term health by, you know, doing that because you're essentially killing your, the cells in your body. But at the same time, you're preventing, you're pre- preventing yourself from fucking dying in the short term. So I think that's the only time you should be sacrificing long-term health for the short term, not performance. No, it shouldn't be in order. It should, you shouldn't be sacrificing your long-term health in order to be successful in the athletic realm. I think that's a bit ridiculous. And like, yeah, like training hard doesn't, it makes you live longer, if anything. It doesn't fucking make you live shorter. I think, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Unless you're taking performance enhancing drugs, in which case that's a different story completely. In which case, my stance on that is, obviously, if it's illegal in your sport, then don't do it. But if it's legal, then that's fine. Go for it. But remember, you're doing that at your own risk and... Don't fucking lie about it either. That's one thing that shits me so much. I get so frustrated when I see things like people on Instagram that are so clearly, you know, fucking juicing up and they lie about it. They don't tell anyone. They just, you know, act like they're natural, which is ridiculous. Like you can tell they're not fucking natural. But, you know, or I can tell that they're not natural. But young kids coming up can't tell that. Like I wouldn't, I couldn't. It took me a long time to realize what was real and what was fake. And, you know, I feel for the young kids growing up seeing these fucking juiced out dudes all jacked and shredded all year round and you're just starting the gym and you're like, how the fuck am I going to get there? I'm never going to get there. It's ridiculous. So I feel like there was multiple topics in there. So in terms of the the quote, should athletes sacrifice long-term health to be successful? No fucking way they shouldn't. Um, then it becomes an issue of PEDs. Should athletes be taking performance-enhancing drugs? And my answer to that is, if you really want to reach your maximum human potential naturally, then fine. But there's also another level. If you want to reach your maximum human potential, then you, you're going to need to fucking take PEDs. But then comes in the, 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 the question of whether they're legal or not in your sport. And if they're not, then you can't do it. And you shouldn't do it. And if you do, then you're cheating and your your successes or your achievements aren't going to mean as much, which is like, why would you bother? Like for me, don't worry. Like I've thought about it. I've thought about it, making life a bit easier, taking something, you know, make me a bit bigger, make me a bit more lean. And like, especially when I was struggling with my, um, with my eating disorder, um, I thought about it multiple times. And my end, I always land on the same, like I, I read through, I'm like, what can I take? What can I get? Like I looked at Psalms, all that kind of stuff. And I'd be like, well, what can I, what, what can make things easier for me? And I'd land on the same thing every time. And it'd be like, why, if I do this, then I'm going to ruin training for myself. And I don't want to do that. Like I want to be one of those old dudes who's like 80, just hitting the gym, looking jacked, like going out in the ocean, fucking swimming, you know. 5Ks a day or something stupid, just being, I just want to be one of those dudes that's unique as, still going when he's, when he's old as fuck, that's what I want to be, I don't want to ruin it for myself when I'm young, because I was impatient and didn't want to work hard, so for me now, it's, if I want to look a certain way or be a certain way or perform a certain way, I've just got to work a bit harder, and that's it, it's not about, you know, sacrificing long-term health or, you know, taking drugs to do so, it's about just putting in a bit of work, and getting there slowly, slow and steady, not fucking, you don't need to rush it, you got to accept that it's going to take time, like I'm grateful that my Ironman got pushed back 12 months, because I wouldn't have been ready, I would have fucking struggled so much, if I had to do it in 2020, as opposed to this year, I would have struggled so fucking much, I don't know if I would have made it, because I had another 12 months of training under my belt, and that meant I was ready, I feel like I've just gone on a massive tangent, but yeah, so 
that's my answer to that question even though it wasn't really a question it was more of a statement anyway um i did put up a question box last week while i was recording but i didn't check it before i finished the episode whoopsies so i did note down some things that were important um I need to start doing more recipes, hey, like, I need to put out more recipes, because I feel like I do cook a lot of cool shit, I just, I'm just very lazy with doing um, recipes, and I'm yet to find a good format to do them, so maybe I'll do them in the form of reels, because they're kind of fun, or maybe I'll just write them down and fucking screenshot it, I don't know, but I need to do more recipes, I did, what did we, because Caitlin and I always cook up, on the weekend, we always try and cook up something cool on a Maybe not so much on a Friday night, but especially Saturday and Sunday, we try and make some pretty cool, delicious foods. Like we make, we made donuts. Or we, Caitlin, made donuts last weekend, and they were fucking delicious, man. What, what did we make? We made donuts and something else. Donuts and was it a curry or something? I don't know. Donuts and or it might have been a salad. It was delicious. We made donuts and something else, and it was fucking amazing. And last week, that's when I made my little tofu, fucking honey soy, honey soy tofu. That was real good too. So we always try and make something different, you know, pick a recipe out of a recipe book or, you know, think of something and like, all right, how can we make this vegan? And it's so much fun. So maybe I should try and take more notice of actually trying to film that shit, especially if my training volume isn't as high, I'll have more energy to do so. So that's something I need to look at and try and incorporate more. Um, So... Where was I? Yeah, so I went on a... So the training. Yes, last week's training. Right. So on Tuesday last week, I went for... I got home late from work and I had... Because I was so adamant on hitting or ticking all the boxes this week, training-wise. I got home from work at like 4.30. Yeah, for, or 4 o'clock. And I was like, all right, I need to start... I had a two-hour ride. I need to start my ride. I needed to start my ride by 4.30. And I was ready to start it, but I had issues with my bike and... I was like, oh no, like I had to fix them quickly. And then by the time I fixed them, it was like, it time ticked away pretty quickly. And it was like five o'clock. And I was like, I have to fucking start, or 10 to five. I was like, I got to start now. So I started, went out, started riding. And I was like, this isn't too bad. That was pretty good for a bit. And then I got to around the hour and 10 mark and it got so dark so quickly. I was lucky I had my bike lights on. Um, I did know that I was going to finish in the dark. So I packed, I made sure I had them on my, on my bike. And it got so dark so quickly. I was like, oh, fuck, this is not good. <laughs> like, it's fine riding in the dark in the morning because it gets lighter. But when it's getting darker, it's not as fun. It's kind of like, kind of a bit fucking scary. And there's more cars out when it's dark in the afternoon at like six o'clock than there is in the morning. So I was riding. It was completely dark. Had my lights on. It was all right for a bit. And then probably like half an hour went by and then my light started blinking which means that it's low on juice. And I was like, no, not now. Don't fucking run out now. And in, I had at the bottom, like, long story short, is I had to fucking turn it on, like, damage control mode, turn it right the fuck down, and ride with barely any light in order to actually get home and be able to see where I was going. The worst part about that was every time a car would come towards me, because my light was like using such low power, even the car's normal lights would just wash that away completely and I wouldn't be able to see anything. So every time a car passed me, I couldn't see shit and I was just riding blind. Um, It was very sketchy, very, very sketchy. I thankfully got home fine and then I was like, oh gosh, I'm like message Caitlin. I was like, I made it. And she's like, please don't ever fucking ride in the dark like that again. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. It was kind of fucking scary. So that was fun. Um, What else? And then, no, fuck, Monday I trained legs and fuck me, dude. My quads were, my quads and my ass was fucking done. I squatted pretty heavy. I think I did 95 for five. Or maybe it was 90 for five. It was something like that. And I haven't done, I haven't squatted that heavy in a very long time. Um, Well, not since before my Ironman, maybe even longer. So it felt nice too. Like it hurt, but it felt good. The last, last, I think I did five rounds of it too. Like the last round was rough, but leading up to that, it was, it was pretty strong. So yeah, the whole week, my legs have just been trashed. And then obviously Friday didn't help. Um... Yeah, because I hit squats on Monday, deadlifts on 
Wednesday and then Friday I was like yeah fucking double unders no worries bro injured um so yeah I gotta learn don't I I'm not good at learning not good at learning at all um anyway there was a quote that someone shared I can't remember where I saw it it was on Instagram somewhere and it was um be who you are not what the world wants you to be say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind and i was like damn that's so fucking good i love that so i'm gonna say it again be who you are not what the world wants you to be say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind now i'm a big believer in that and like there are uh, there, there are a lot of people that have you know come in and out of my life and I feel like the ones that have stuck around are the people that, you know, I can say whatever in front of them and they will take it, you know, take it on advisement and give me their feedback and if they don't agree, then we'll have a discussion about it and it'll be an open, proper discussion. It won't be, you know, like a load of crap. It'll actually be a proper, you know, person-to-person discussion um, and they're the people that I value in my life. I, I want people that I can talk to, people that I can actually have a conversation with and then listen and then give me, you know, conversation back, not just it be one way. So this quote speaks to me in volumes because it is humongous. If you if you say what you feel to someone and they fucking shoot you down or they give you a hard time about it, then fuck them off. They don't belong in your life because they're just going to make it negative they're just going to impact you negatively um and another level to that is you should just be who you want to be be who you feel comfortable being don't worry about other people fuck them bro they're not like other people are other people if they're not letting you be who you want to be then it's because they're worried about themselves you know I'm trying to, I don't want to fuck this app up. I'm so worried it's going to cook itself. Um, yeah, be who you want to be. Fuck, fuck. If they're trying to change you and make you be someone else, then don't, don't sit for that. Don't, don't allow that to happen because like they're obviously dealing with their own shit. And if they're going to try and, you know, put you in a box too, as well as themselves, then how's that fair? That's just going to make you feel shit. So, you know, chase what you want to chase, be who you want to be and you will find people that are okay with that. You'll find people, you'll attract people. People are attracted to people who are confident in themselves and confident in who they want to be and who they are. It's just the way it works. That's why I look at the people that I've got in my life and all of them, like all the people that I'm close with, are confident with who they are. They don't give a shit about other people and what other people say. They're confident with who they are and who they want to be. And that's such a strong value to have and to seek in other people because it means you're not going to like it means you're not going to be put in a position where they're going to make you feel uncomfortable for being you people shouldn't have people should never do that people shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable for just being who you are that's ridiculous unless unless you're a fucking psychopath who goes around punching people in the nuts and i don't know chopping their nipples off and fucking i don't know rubbing their nips on rubbing lemon in the nipples or something Unless you're a fucking psychopath who does shit like that or kills people. Like, just be who you are and people will be attracted to you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That actually leads into something that I thought about while running with Amber on Thursday. So I was running with her on Thursday afternoon and I coined or we coined or something happened and I said this. I said this quote and it was, I actually remembered to write it down, which didn't think I was gonna, but I did, um, it was stop projecting who you want to be, and be who you want to be, so don't, don't pretend, no, that doesn't work, stop projecting who others want you to be, and be who you want to be, that's the quote, yes, why is it, why is this thing, oh, it stopped recording, hang on, I'm gonna press it again, I must time out after 30 minutes, no, what have I done, Stay, bear with me, bear with me, um, alright, we're back in business, what have I done, oh no, oh no, oh no, should I pause, I'm gonna pause, give me two secs, alright, we're back, sorry, I just had to readjust the fucking camera, um, yeah, so, 
going back to the the quote that I thought of, stop projecting who others want you to be and be who you want to be. So stop trying to pretend to be the this ideal person for other people and just be who you want to fucking be. Fuck them. Forget about it. Just be who you want to be. It's so much easier. Like, can you think about... Think like everyone's been in that position in their lives. I don't care if you fucking say you haven't, you have. Um, everyone's been in the position where they've, you know, tried to please other people and be what other people want them to be. Everyone's been there before. It's just the way it is. It's the way society brings us up. And think about how hard it was every day. Like for me, it was, I don't, like, think about how hard it was every day when you have to front up and you have to put on this pretend act to try and be someone else and try and fit in with a group that you don't really want to fit in with and it's it's fucking hard work man it's hard work and like i struggled with that when i was younger may probably mainly in primary school high school was i had a pretty good i had a really good bunch of mates in high school that actually you know didn't really give a fuck um who i was and we got on pretty we got on really well so i was lucky with that and then it's just even now i've become more more comfortable with who i am and like it's so much easier you don't have to fucking pretend you don't have to bullshit you don't have to think about like you don't have to think about shit you don't have to think about trying to how do i have to impress this person or how do i have to act around these these people to you know fit in blah 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 no none of that crap you just fucking you know keep rolling it's the best so it's easier if you just be who you want to be and be who you are than if you trying to pretend to be someone else because it fucking it doesn't it's so much difficult so much more difficult it's ridiculous anyway that's enough with that i want to get into more like i don't know more fun topics fuck man i feel like i'm just dragging everyone's dragging everyone through the fucking ringer um all right so now i did so on um yeah on thursday when i ruined my calf i did I also trained up a body, and holy shit, yesterday and Friday, <laughs> my upper body was so fucking sore, it was ridiculous, I, because I hit, I actually was, I was able to hit three strength sessions, I was, so my, my strength training split at the moment, when I can fit it in, is generally squat, it's, sorry, I thought my fucking recorder was going to bust out and not work, so it's squat, um, vertical push, vertical pull, and then it's hinge, in uh, hinge, horizontal push, horizontal pull, and then it's just push pull arms. So push pull arms was when I did my fucking calf, um, which is just pure upper body. And yeah, I woke up Friday morning, I was so sore, and then that just made it worse because I couldn't move my arms properly, I couldn't move my body properly. Like my upper back was sore, my, my fucking back in general was sore, my lats were sore, my arms were sore everything was sore and on top of that my calf was sore and I couldn't walk properly and I just felt like the biggest biggest cripple like I was moving so slow it sucked I hate moving slow usually I'm pretty quick but this weekend I have not been that and I I just it just I don't know zapped me mentally a little bit but today I feel pretty good upper body it's just my calf that's slowing me down which will hopefully be gone tomorrow or if not tomorrow definitely tuesday i have i've said looked at my program and i've got a long run tomorrow about 17k so i don't know if i'm gonna be do i don't know if i'm gonna be doing that but we'll see how we go um fingers crossed that i actually do get to do it anyway moving on to what that's right so yesterday i had a um realization on hats right you know how they have that little cap on the top on like baseball caps and stuff. They have that little like, I don't know, little, what looks like that? I don't know, like a little fucking mushroom on the top. Did you ever get told when you were younger that if you, if you hit your head with that little bit on top of the cap, if you got hit in the head with something and you were in a cap, you would be dead because of that little metal thing would like push into your brain and kill you. I remember being told that when I was younger, and I was like, "What? Well, like, what happened to that? Is that like a, is that like an actual thing, or was it just a lie? Like, there are so many things that we got told when we were younger that you just forget about, and then you realize, and you're like, hang on, 
if it was really a fucking problem, if that little metal cap thing at the top was really a problem, then you think they would make hats without it instead of leaving it on there forever, you know? It's ridiculous. It's like the other myth about um, swallowing chewy that it just sits in your stomach for years. It doesn't. You just poop it out <laughs> with everything else. Like, why would it sit in your stomach longer than anything else? It's just a fucking myth. Anyway, I just found it quite funny. And then I was thinking, maybe I could do a segment on the podcast. Because Benjamino and I used to do it back in the day for our um, Instagram. When we used to do Sunday run days every Sunday, we would do a little segment called Fact or Fiction. And we would pick something and just talk about it and be like, is it fact or is it is it fiction? And I was like, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do something on this. So if I think of a fact or fiction by the end, I will, I'll tell it. I'll tell it, and then you guys can tell me whether it's fact or whether it's fiction. Um, yeah, so, Saturday, woke up late, because I didn't have to do anything, because I was injured, or I am injured. I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking cut my hair. Caitlin was still sleeping a little bit, so I was like, no, I'm going to get up, and we go, I'm going to go trim my hair myself, and it's going to be great. And I actually did a pretty good job. Um, grabbed the clippers and just started shaving away. I needed her to neaten up the back a bit, but... Actually, didn't not a bad job. Did like zero on the sides and one on the top, and like it's like a like a mohawk kind of thing, I suppose. But it's real nice. I'm happy. I hate having long, thick hair. It gets real itchy and warm. Um, so hair is cut. Very happy about that. And speaking of caps too, I've actually been wearing hats while running, and it's great. I actually enjoy it now. So I reckon I'm converted. I'm going to start buying heaps of hats to run in. Well, it's all right now, at least in winter. When it's cold in the mornings, it's nice to have something on your head. Keep a bit of heat in. Um, so I reckon I've, I've, I've been converted. I've been converted to wearing hats, which is I never thought would happen. Um, but it's, yeah, it's nice. It's cool. I like it. It looks cool. So now I, I, I suppose I was probably wearing them too because I, I didn't have my hair cut. So I looked... It looked a bit raggedy, but now that it's cut, maybe I want to show off my hair. Who knows? I guess that's for me to decide, isn't it? Yes. To answer your question, it is for you to decide. Um, what did we have? Oh, made butter chicken last night for dinner. Well, not butter chicken, butter tofu, because I'm a vegan. And boy, was it amazing. It was so good. It was just, it was... Like, I'll admit, I didn't make it from scratch. It was, you know, jar sauce or like a jar mixture um, or just jar spices, I suppose. And, but, you know, in a pot, sorry, in a pot with like 500 grams of tofu, a full broccoli head um, and some green beans. Mix them up, add in half a big can of coconut cream tablespoon of vegan butter nutlex and a can of crushed tomatoes and just let that shit simmer until it simmers down amazing so simple so easy so delicious just with some rice and some flatbread amazing i almost regret not buying another little jar of it today to have it for dinner again because it was fucking fantastic um but yeah then didn't have anything for dessert because we ate way too much because it was amazing. Then I was, yeah, that's right. That's what I was getting at. So we're sitting on the couch watching the news. I don't like watching the news. I never watch the news. I'm out of touch with everything. It's really bad. I only just found out that lockdown has been extended before recording this podcast by fluke because where Caitlin and I were supposed to go away for my birthday and she messaged me. She's like, oh, I've, got, I've pushed it back. Don't worry, like it's reorganized. And I was like, why, why is it? Why'd you push it? And I was like, oh no, we went into lockdown again, haven't we? It's been extended. And she was like, yes. See, if that didn't happen, if she didn't message me that, then I would have had no idea. So lockdown has been extended again in Melbourne, which I'll probably talk about in a second, hey, because I feel like that's a topic that warrants a bit of discussion. I'll give my opinion on it. Um, But yeah, so we're watching the news and kids as young as nine are being treated with eating disorders. Is that not fucking phenomenal? Is that not ridiculous? When I heard that, I was like, you're fucking joking. As young as nine. How the fuck is that even possible? 
It makes me so frustrated. That just shows how fucked up the society, like the societal norms are. That kids as young as nine are being treated with eating disorders. As young as nine. I don't even know what fucking grade that is. But that's preposterous. Nine. What the fuck? You know the worst part about that is? When you're that young, that means if you're struggling through your whole development stage with an eating disorder, then you're going to fuck yourself up later in life because you're not going to be able to, your body's not going to get what it needs to grow properly. So you're going to be fucking handicapped. Not not in the literal sense, but like you're going to be giving yourself, you're not going to be giving yourself a good head start. You're going to fucking slow yourself down, which sucks. And it's not, it's just, it's, you know, like I just, I'm speechless. I can't believe kids as young as nine are being treated with eating disorders in hospitals. It's fucking ridiculous, man. That makes me so angry, so upset. Like I know how shit it was going through it when I went through it, but I wasn't nine. You have, That's ridiculous. Imagine growing up. Like I can imagine it would be so much harder to kick if you're that young when you're going through it, you wouldn't know any different, fuck, that sucks, <sighs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I was going to talk about lockdowns in Melbourne, so, my whole opinion on this thing is, it's very simple, really, like, I get why they're doing the lockdowns, I really do, I understand it, but what annoys me most is the lack of, um, I guess, planning beyond the lockdowns. Like, what is next? What are we going to do after the lockdowns? Like, what what's next? How are we going to do that? How are we going to deal with... Like, do you want to lock down forever? How are we going to continue moving forward without locking down every time the cases go up? Because at this rate, this is going to keep... Especially if the vaccine doesn't, um, you know... The vaccine doesn't essentially cure it, it just lessens the impact of the, the disease, then it's going to mutate and we're going to keep getting variants. Like, So every time we get a new variant, are we just going to lock down for an unknown, undisclosed amount of time or are we going to try and figure out a way that we can keep functioning as a society without locking down? Because at the moment, the impact on businesses is ridiculous. And there's no end or there's no really plan to stop doing this, you know what I mean? And that's what I found most frustrating is there's no there's no plan out of it. There's no other way to deal with it. It's just, okay, lockdowns are the best way. Let's just keep doing that. But that's not, I don't think that's a solution. I think the, the better solution would be, okay, let's say end of September, right, let's just set that as a date, I don't want them to do that, but let's say end of September, alright, everyone's got a chance to get vaccinated, if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine, that's your own, you know, that's your own fucking problem, that's your own decision, we're going to open everything up, if you're afraid and you're not vaccinated, stay home, but, and you know, people will, will like the government will support you in that, but if you want to go out and you want to do stuff and you want to open up, fine, go for it. You're allowed to, but you do it at your own risk. If you get vaccinated, then obviously that risk will be lesser. But if not, and you don't want it and you don't care, fine, go for it. That's It should be your own personal choice. And like obviously, you make it mandatory or you give the people that are at risk a better chance of getting their fucking vaccine or you give them a first option to get a vaccine and then everyone else can follow suit after that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that's, I guess hindsight's a wonderful thing, but that's how they should be handling it because we were doing this last year and they haven't come up with a new way to handle it. I don't know. To me, that just seems a bit ridiculous. Anyway, that's my opinion on lockdowns, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Alright, let's see if I've got a few questions. I keep forgetting to put the fucking question box up. Uh, breakfast recipes, another recipes one. So, for breakfast, I'm not really good at breakfast. My go-to for a long period of time, or has always been my go-to, um, is just oats. I'll have... I don't know how many oats, I just free pour oats with a scoop of um, 
vegan protein. I get Mirakai Superfoods. That's that's my favorite plant-based protein. Um, Have that with, you know, a banana and some fresh fruit in there as well. And just smash that shit down. Cook it up, smash it down with some peanut butter on top. Amazing. That's my favorite. I also was having wheat bix for a bit there too because I like wheat bix as well. Um, That was good fun. Great way to stay in shape. But in terms of breakfast, like on the weekends are really bad. I don't really, I don't necessarily eat breakfast as much as I should. I'll probably, I don't know, because I'm usually riding on the weekends or running in the mornings. So for me, breakfast is more of a, it's, I'm more of a lunch, I'm more of a big lunch, um, big lunch kind of person. Um, and a big dinner. Breakfast j- depends. It depends what I'm doing. So clear answer. I will generally have oats or like wheat bix or something like that but if i am time poor and don't have a chance like for example on a saturday if i'm out riding i'll have you know i'll have a couple of bananas i'll have my gel or my my cliff blocks or whatever when i'm out riding and then when i come home my first priority is hydration so i'll probably drink a few bit drink some water drink some coconut waters smash them down and then later on when I, if i'm feeling hungry i'll whip up something i don't know it depends what i've got on hand usually have a vegan sausage roll or something like that um but yeah it's i don't know i'm very bad with breakfast so because i start work at like seven so i'm usually in the mornings i'll train and then i'll have to have a shower and i'll have to haul ass to work straight away so i don't really have a chance to eat and then at work i'll I'll wait till like you know 11 o'clock or so to smash some breakfast down trying to squeeze a pimple on my lip on camera yeah, so breakfast, I'm not a huge breakfast person, which is not the best thing, but at the same time, like, I do try and eat it, I just I just kind of eat when I'm hungry, so if I'm hungry in the morning, I'll have, yeah, toast, oats, wheat bix, fruit, I'll always have a piece of fruit, as soon as I finish exercise, no matter what, I'll always have like an apple or something, um, I, I can't really count that as breakfast though, and I'll just make up the difference in lunch or dinner, um, yeah anyway next question moving on how do you find the balance between overtraining and overtraining <laughs> well i'm dealing with this at the moment um to be honest i don't really know i've i'm always i'll always tip the scales into the overtraining realm but if the last few weeks have been anything to go by i feel like i'm getting stronger especially in the gym i feel like i'm getting stronger and i'm not training as much you know what I mean? Like, riding and stuff's different. Endurance stuff's different. I feel like in order to keep your endurance up, you have to keep training. You can't, like, you can't, I don't know, let it slip or anything like that. You have to keep on top of it. But in terms of strength stuff, I feel like I've been doing less and getting better. So, it's it's weird. But I feel like I'll always tip the scales in, term, in, to, in the overtraining direction. Um, it's just, I'm lucky I have a coach. If I didn't have a coach, then I would be overtraining because I feel like more is always better. It's something I'm trying to learn now, especially injured too. Um, I just, I don't know. I find, I got to, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to understand that mentally, like try and understand my body better too in that regard in terms of overtraining. Because at the moment, I just feel like the messages get real confused, hey, especially if you're doing strength and endurance stuff. Like for me, Monday or Tuesday, I woke up after doing strength on Monday and I was fucked. <laughs> if I was listening to my body, then I would have been like, no, nah, rest day. But it was just doms and I, I knew I was fine. So I went and still trained and stuff like that. So I guess trial and error and you learn like the amount of times I've overtrained and injured myself. I've learned and I've yet I've, yet again I've still fucking gone and done it with my calf but I think that was just a, a stupid once-off kind of thing I didn't think it would be that bad you just got I guess experience you just got to keep going you find where your overtrain you find where your limit is in terms of overtraining and then you I guess pull back from there but yeah it's it's a fucking hard one I honestly don't know how I don't know how or if anyone's actually figured that one out um, my whoop definitely helps like I look at my last couple of weeks and I've been in the green the majority of the time I did have a red on Wednesday which I suppose kind of makes sense because 
Monday, Tuesday was pretty hard, and then Wednesday was red. I still had a pretty big day Wednesday, but I was in the red Wednesday, but before that, I haven't been in the red for like a month, which is insane. So that helps me monitor my recovery, and I feel like you've got to build up a tolerance too. Like you can't, I guess, it's going to be easy to overtrain if you're just starting out. Especially if you're starting out, just say you're, it's, if you've got one, um, if you've only got one discipline as well, it's going to be way easier to overtrain. I was talking about this with Darcy on our ride last week and how we can't swim at the moment. And, you know, with triathlon, you've got you swim, ride, run. And if you can't swim, then you've just got ride, run. And that missing that swim discipline fucking takes its toll and i feel like that plays a part into injuries and shit like that too because you don't get that chance to recover you don't get that chance like swimming yes it builds aerobic fitness and builds swim fitness but if you don't get it like if you're not swimming it it also builds recover or it also helps recovery so if i'm spending you know 33 percent of the week riding running and swimming then i'm getting a bit of benefit but i'm also getting 33 percent of recovery in as well but if you take that 33 percent of swimming away and then i make up the difference with riding and running at a bit of strength there's not a lot of recovery that can come from running riding and strength a little bit in the riding but not as much as swimming so i feel like i feel like that throws the balance off too i'm definitely noticing that at the moment or i definitely have noticed that before doing uh, injuring my calf so in terms of overtraining and undertraining i me personally i'd prefer to tip the scales towards overtraining because then it just means i'm not being a little bitch um but at the same time you've got to recognize when you are when you have been working pretty hard and for me like ticking off the iron man this year has given me a bit to fall back on and a bit to justify it to myself that it's okay but in saying that the only re like in saying that with this calf recently yes even yesterday i was like i was still throwing up i was still felt guilty that i didn't train or didn't ride and then when i was hobbling around the shops i couldn't fucking move quick enough i was like okay i'm actually sore i'm actually injured like i can't do anything of this this rest or this time off is warranted because i've injured myself i'm not being a little bitch like i think that's for me that's where my tendency to overtrain comes from because when I was younger, I would make all sorts of excuses to get out of doing shit, especially at footy training. I would come up with all these bullshit reasons as to why I should stop training or why I shouldn't train or why I don't have to train. And now I'm overcompensating for that. The only time I don't train or don't, yeah, the only time I don't train or don't hit the session is when I'm fucking injured, like now. And then that's, and for me, I look at it like, okay. If I hit, every, if I tick every fucking box except for when I'm injured, then I'm gonna make the most of you know the time that I am injured to recover and get back to full health so that I can kick ass when I get back into it. But I mean, that was a really long-winded, long-winded answer for a fucking short question. But in terms of overtraining or undertraining, it is so hard to tell. So don't be too hard on yourself. Um, and yeah, I guess as long as you're progressively getting fitter then you're training correctly. Whereas if you're not going anywhere, you're not moving, and you're staying at the same level for a long period of time, then you probably need to reassess as reassess into what you're doing because you're probably missing the ball or missing the boat on something, um, depending on what your goal is. So yeah, if you're not progressing, then dissect it a bit more. But if you are, then fuck, who cares? Just keep moving forward, eh? That's the way... That's the way that's the way, that's the way, yeah, I don't know what I was doing there, I was coming up with random shit on the spot, eh, I'm thinking of redoing my logo as well, um, the toe on the line logo, I'm gonna put, sorry, I'm just burping, I'm gonna insert, I'm I'm gonna insert like a circle picture of the face, of my face on one side, and if I have a a guest, not a desk, if I have a guest, I'll put this face on the other side, you'll see it when I put this episode up. Hopefully, I'll be able to figure it out. I reckon it'll look pretty cool. I reckon it would look pretty cool, if you know what I mean. Um, 
I've had so many, I had issues with my fucking heart rate monitor this week. Oh my gosh, it was so frustrating. And it again, I, I spoke about this with Amber on our run. How like, I get, or how like you get frustrated when your watch doesn't track your run properly or doesn't track your heart rate properly. And you get back and you've got no cool stats to look at. And you're like, fucking hell, like what? I don't get my, I don't get my fucking heart rate accurate, blah, 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 all this bullshit. And it's almost like, it almost feels like you didn't even go for your run because you don't have the stats for it. It's like they say, if it doesn't go to, doesn't upload to Strava, it doesn't count. And I was like, damn, like, that's another problem I probably got to learn to deal with too, is the fact that, you know, I had become fixated on stats. Like when my heart rate monitor wasn't working properly on Wednesday, I was hitting a hitting a strength session I had to rely on my wrist heart rate monitor and my Garmin and it was it's like it's pretty accurate but it's not it has a pretty big lag and there was a conditioning piece at the end that I was doing and my heart rate was topping out because I was dying and I looked at my watch and it was it was registering it as 80 and I was like like it's so disheartening when you see that like when you know you're emptying the tank and it's giving you a heart rate of 80, you're like, fuck off. Like you should be picking up at least 150, 160, but it's not. That was so frustrating. But I, so my heart rate monitors, I have two Garmin HRM tries and they were, they both shit themselves for some reason. So I think I've been drying them out. I've taken the batteries out and left them open and just been drying them out and hoping that it might have been a bit of moisture in there that was fucking them up. So I've done that and I probably haven't had to train this weekend. So I haven't known, I don't know if they're working or not. And then hopefully they'll be right next week. But that leads me to, um, I did purchase a new heart rate monitor. I bought one of the new ones, the HRM Pros, the green, I think it's green. So I'll be able to give you a bit of a review on that one, a bit of a rundown on the new heart rate monitor when I get it. I haven't really read the stats. I only bought it because I was like, oh, this is a new new version, so I'll get that. Um, but I'm pretty sure it does like running power and shit as well, which is super cool. So that'll be good fun to try out, trial out. Um, and it will work, which is way better than it not working, which is what I've been dealing with this week. It's super frustrating. But then again, like I was looking at my heart rate monitor and I kind of had that realization when I was training on Wednesday I was like, I'm still fucking dying. I'm still training. I'm still doing the work. So, like, who gives a fuck what the heart rate monitor says? And I think I need to try and get back to a little bit of that too. Just not worry about the stats too much and hit the session because that's the purpose. The purpose of hitting the session is to hit the session, not to check your watch and get your fucking heart rate stats. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, yeah. I need to try and find a bit of that. But like, then again, you go and say, I need my watch stats for running. I need my watch stats for riding because, you know, if I go for a ride and I go for, a, you know, a two-hour ride and I don't get any stats, like I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how hard I've pushed. I don't know how hard I've worked. I don't know anything. Whereas if I go for a two-hour ride and I know I've ridden at 30Ks an hour, and it was relatively flat, then it's like, okay, that was a pretty good ride. Or if I go for a two-hour ride and I've ridden at 23Ks an hour and it was flat, then it's like, all right, bro, like you should have probably pushed a bit harder. But if it was hilly, it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? There's stats that... You, stats are useful. You just got to not get obsessed with them, um, which is hard, especially when Strava's in the mix too because Strava's amazing. Anyway, so yeah, did did yoga... Did I say that I did yoga today? Fuck, it's been a long podcast. I don't even remember. Anyway, I did yoga this morning because I was like, I woke up and calf was still sore and I was like, all right, I've got to do something. So I was like, I um, Amber told me to get on, what's it called? It's literally just called yoga on my app. I don't know if it's got an actual name. Anyway, Downward Dog, I think it is. I think that's what it's called. Hang on, I'm going to find the app so that you guys know what the fuck it's called. Down Dog? Yes, yoga, Down Dog. All right. My camera has stopped recording again, so I'm going to fix that real quickly. I've learned how to do it this time. There we go. All right. We're back. Um, Yeah, yoga, Down Dog on the App Store. It's pretty simple. You get it like a 20-day free trial or something, so I've started that. 
and I just picked a, I was like, all right, I feel like doing half an hour. My hips are always tight. So I was like, I'll work on my, um, my power spot will be the hips. You can select the voice, the fucking music that they play when you do it. And I just um, mirrored my screen to my TV because I have an Apple TV. Man, there's pigeons outside that look like they're dying. Hang on, I'm taking a photo of this. I don't know what the fuck they are doing. I'm going to video it, actually. And I'll post this on my story. I, I honestly have no idea what the fuck they are doing right now. It is so weird. I wonder if they're like... I honestly don't know. It's preposterous. It is preposterous. I love that word. It's my new favorite word. Preposterous. Um, I'll take a photo of it too because I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's really weird, man. Okay. Anyway, we're back. Yoga was good. I, I did 30 minutes and then I did about 20 minutes of Wim Hof afterwards, um, which is the, the breathing and breath holds and stuff. And it was a good way to start. Like, I can see where yoga can be, like, you can get hooked on yoga. Like, I can see where that can happen because I did enjoy it. Like, I did I did enjoy it. It was nice. And I did feel like they put you in this pose at the start and then you go through the whole routine and they put you in the pose at the end and it feels way better at the end. Like, you're so much more open. Everything feels much better. So, I can see where people do it. But for me, it's just a time management kind of thing. So, with Ironman training, you don't really have a whole lot of fucking time because you're trying to balance three disciplines and then fit in yoga. But maybe I could, I want to try and, I don't know, fucking set a goal or set a target to hit three 15-minute sessions a week. Maybe I do it just before bed or something like that because it's not super intense. So I'm going to try, I'm going to, I think I'm going to write up some new goals for myself, um, especially with lockdown being extended again. I've got to reassess everything. And I think implementing yoga is something that I should probably do. It's good for recovery, especially if I'm not swimming at the moment. So I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going to write up some new goals. I think I'm going to write up some new goals and reassess where I want to take things new direction, I suppose. Um, I'm just going to write that new goals. Anyway, I was thinking of something else too. Like, I should I do fucking like food reviews on Instagram? Like vegan food reviews? I feel like that would be, that would add value to people's lives. Because I know there's like, I know vegan food's becoming more and more popular and I do eat a lot of it. So I reckon maybe I would just went to put my hat on over my headphones, which don't work because they're over your headphones. Um, yeah, I reckon that might be something that I get into. So, I'm looking at the camera. Should I do vegan food reviews on Instagram? What do you reckon? I wonder if I'll be able to line that audio up to make it look good. Um, yeah, I, like I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I love snacks, so... I think those pigeons were mating. I think I just filmed them mating. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I would have hurt your ears. Um, yeah, I reckon maybe I'll get into fucking doing vegan food reviews online. Who knows? I'm trying to, yeah, as like I said over the last couple of weeks, I'm trying to increase my social presence and it's fucking hard, man. But I'm getting there. I've figured out that I need to post at like 6am or 9pm. They're like my peak times. So, probably 6am because 9am I'll be asleep, 9pm I'll be asleep. Um, Because my bedtime's like 8 o'clock, unless I wake up, post and then go back to sleep, which I'm probably not going to do. Anyway, that's, yeah, I guess that's the end of this podcast, eh? Wish me luck. Um, If this doesn't save, then you won't hear it. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah, but wish me luck. I'm sure it will. I'm sure I'll figure it out. And hopefully the sound's been good. Um, the sound quality's been good because it's, it sounds a bit weird in my headphones. So if it sounds like that when I play it back, oh, I'll be so disappointed. But I'm not going to re- re-record it because I feel like there's a lot of good content in this one. And I don't know if I'd have the capacity to put out another hour and it'd be good. I feel like I would rush it and it would just be shit. So... Um, Another wonderful episode of the Toe on the Line podcast down. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will speak to you next week.
maybe just me or maybe me and someone else. Who knows? Whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah, fuck. Have a good week. Yeah, peace out. Yeah.